I'm Kayla. And I'm Lance. We are the Jaded Roses, and this is our Broken Mirror. Where we deep dive and take a really good look at ourselves, each other, and everything around us. Let's just hope we don't get any glass lodged somewhere unseemly. In the last week, I officially opened a tarot and astrology practice. Make sure you link it in um, our Facebook. Oh, I definitely will. Uh, I'm also going to say it here because, uh, thank God, I got all of my handles to be the same. (laughs) I'm not particularly fond of how I had to do it, but that's what I had to do. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. So on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, I'm actually going to be posting on Instagram. That's going to be a little weird. But uh, my handle is house, the number eight, and tarot. So H-O-U-S-E, eight, T-A-R-O-T. And it's called the Eighth House Astrology and Tarot. Mm Mm-hmm. And I haven't done an official reading as part of the practice yet, but today I did upload my first big spread. I'm really trying to focus on challenging myself. I've gotten really comfortable with like two and three card spreads. Mm -hmm. And since we're recording this on March 20th, which uh, the sun actually moved into Aries today, so it's the first day of spring, I uploaded a vernal equinox spread that I did this morning for myself. Oh, links will be in the description, but you can also house eight tarot. It's not too terribly hard to remember. Yeah, check me out and whatever. But I'll also share it on our official Twitter and Facebook pages. Mm -hmm. And I've started tarot journaling really, really hard, Mm -hmm. which is very time consuming. It's not difficult, but it's very time consuming. Since I called you out on this last time we recorded, you bought about six decks at that time, six or eight. Uh, how about you update us on that? On how you said I won't uh, buy anymore? Yeah, I was, I was, I was just about to count. I, uh-huh. I'm not gonna forget. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I just want to make sure. <laughs> I just want, I just want confirmation that I was doing my job, which was I told you no every time you talked to me about it until you decided not to talk to me about it. Once the decks I ordered the past few days get here, mm-hmm. which they will start coming in Monday, I will have a total of sixteen decks. Eight. Oh my god. Tarot. And eight Oracle. I did not know it was going to be that many. I had a problem. Apparently. But I'm, I'm really going to slow down because Woo. I've started journaling. So I can't afford to like do what I used to do with books and just buy, buy, buy mm-hmm. and never do anything with them. Plus, I, I'm trying to like expand out because as I sat down to do my like spring reading uh this morning mm-hmm. and then i'm doing another one tomorrow because venus is moving into aries tomorrow oh and venus is my chart ruler which we'll get into all of that later so i'm tracking her movements as well uh but i realized i don't really have a deck that screams spring when you look at it yeah all of my decks are fucking dark yeah you have dark decks right yeah but i did do it with my wayward dark deck and i feel like we've talked about it how just slap in the face powerful the deck tends to be yeah it held no fucking punches i mean that's good right i like i, I know what i need to focus on this spring <laughs> that is true any other news you need to update us on i am officially mm-hmm. capable Ooh. legally Ooh. to give covid19 vaccination shots oh 
it's technically not legal for technicians to give immunizations in Mississippi. Yeah. But they've made an exception, obviously, for COVID. Yeah. So I can do that. I mean, that's good. I got the green light yesterday at work. Yeah. And my boss turned to me and he was like, so you're just going to do them now, huh? And I was like, probably not. <laughs> that's not something I'm volunteering for. No. And then he told me, like, there's a special, like, protocol you have to type the prescription out as oh. in order to allow a technician to do it. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, we, we have, like, a like a partnered doctor oh, that we... okay always tag immunizations with if a patient doesn't come in with a an actual prescription for one. Oh, okay okay but if we use that doctor's name a technician cannot give the shot we have to use the pharmacist that's on duty oh okay and i i straight up told him i was like i'm never gonna remember to do that because it's like i've been doing this for two years it's ingrained in my brain to yeah. put in that dude's name <laughs> which is like fair honestly but also, even if I did decide like, oh, I'm going to put that name in just so somebody else can do it. I'm again, I'm not I'm like, it's not going to be I want to give the shot. <laughs> and like one of my coworkers turned around when he said that I got the green light to give shots. And she was just like, Lance, you're going to kill people. <laughs> and I was like, probably. Which is another reason why I'm not going to not going to volunteer. Oh, I just love that that was her media response. Yeah. She was just like, oh, you can do it. Oh, you're going to kill people, though. <laughs> oh, they chose the wrong one. <laughs> I mean, there, there are two other ones at the store that can. <laughs> God. Yeah, I'm just here otherwise. <laughs> okay. Nothing wrong with that. I slept from Sunday to Wednesday. I slept eight hours because of stress. So that's a whole night's sleep in four days. I okay. know. Thank you. My therapist didn't feel the same way. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine why she didn't like that. Ugh. <laughs> Rude. Right? God, she was so funny. She was like trying to talk me through it. A good thing for the audience to know when I do have stress sleep issues, it's usually associated with anxiety. Like usually I have an anxious, like either my chest feels heavy or my thoughts are racing. Mom spaghetti. Yeah, exactly. And none of that was happening. So I just thought, huh, this is weird and annoying. And then my therapist had to talk to me for 20 minutes to explain, no, you were... You're just fucking stressed. Yeah, you're just stressed. <laughs> I still said, I don't know. Are you sure? Cause yeah, I was going to say, right. I don't, I, it did not sound right to me at all. So I did that. I slept a lot on Wednesday and then I didn't really sleep well last night, so I was sleeping throughout the day today to try and catch up again, since I have to be at work on Monday. Fun. I know, because I have to get stuff ready to go and do stuff, because they're slowly making us come back into work. Like, they want us to be prepared to be at work starting in June, Ooh. like full time again. So it's slowly been ramping up again. I'm still not vaccinated myself, but hey, you know, I guess. Well, hopefully soon, because even Mississippi has expanded to everybody over the age of like 16 can get it. I know. So my thing is, because I was talking to um, my friends in Tennessee who also got it. Mm -hmm. And the thing is to remember, most people in the South don't trust science. Right, right. And I'm not saying that's everyone. I have a lot of people I do love who are extremely intelligent, who are going to get vaccinated in the South. I'm saying like as a... <laughs> it's the dummies that... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's the dummies. So I think it was more so like, I would think they probably 
didn't have a lot of people who wanted it at the time. Right. And they were just like, yeah, we can go ahead and open up because yeah. we need more people getting it. Exactly. And because it only lasts a certain length of time anyways. Right. But a lot of people, I, I would presume in the South, it's going to get busy when school starts again because people mm-hmm. want by fall for schools to be back up and running. So I'm anticipating that that's when a lot more vaccinations will be yeah. needed. Probably like a huge spike in the summer. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking for the South. But here, it just got opened up further past teachers and those who were um, who have medical issues. Mm-hmm. I still don't qualify because there's a find your kind of like find your uh, placement in the tiers mm-hmm. for Washington. And I matched, I think, two of the listed criteria, but there was like 20. <laughs> so I'm not oh. the most. Cool. Yeah. So I'm not the most in need by the standards set by Washington to get the vaccine. What I'm hoping is going to happen is I'm going to have the opportunity, hopefully, to get vaccinated in the summer. I'm hoping. But we'll see. Again, it's a waiting game in Washington. And I think it's because Mm. of the fact we are extremely dense in Seattle. Like, that's super dense. So I I think it's going to take a while for for everyone to get through anyways. Because I think Seattle is more dense than, like, Nashville. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah, so I think it's also also the fact that we have such a large population on top of the fact that, like, everyone needs it. There would be fucking riots. (laughs) Yeah, like, Washington's wanting to start school in August, like, back for kids. And a lot of my teacher friends have gotten vaccinated. And by teacher friends, I mean people who teach pre-K through high school. Yeah. If they are at any higher level, you're not going to get it either. You can only get it if you meet a lot of the criteria. And I didn't meet. I met being fat. And then I met I met something else. Oh, I think it was just uh, the fact that I had sleep apnea. Because I think it just said something about sleep apnea. And I said, yeah. Right. Some sort of breathing, breathing issue. Yeah. Disorder. Mm-hmm. And since mine is not, like, heavy duty during the day, it's not a big issue for me at the moment. I ain't got the waking apnea. Yeah, I don't got the waking apnea. <laughs> Even though my mouth and my nose are small, I've been told by a doctor. <laughs> oh, medical terms. Cool. Yeah. A, the doctor, literally, when I was going for my sleep apnea, he said, huh, you have a very small mouth. I was like, okay. Huh, did you really have to say yeah. that? Yeah, and then when I went to get the uh, machine, the nurse was like, let me see your nostrils, because I got a nose pillow, which goes into your nostrils, but it, like, lays across mm-hmm. it. She looked at my nose and said, oh, your nose looks pretty big. I was like, okay. And then she said, oh, your nostrils are very small. I was like, okay, we don't need all this. <laughs> <laughs> we don't You're need- giving me a complex here. <laughs> I've never had an issue about my nose before, but now here we are. But now I do. Thank you. Now I watch how I breathe because I'm like, huh, maybe that is a lot of air going to my lungs because it is so small. Maybe I'll just die when I my tongue swells up because of the fact my mouth is so tiny. <laughs> and this is why I don't <laughs> eat salmon. But uh, yeah, I got two decks in myself. So they were the ones I ordered Ooh. about a month ago. And mine were Women in Science, and then... The Modern Witch. Yeah, The Modern Witch. I totally forgot the name. I was like, it's something witch. (laughs) I am very interested. I know I told you before, but I'm Mm -hmm. very interested in that Women in Science deck. Oh, it's nice. You're going to have to update me on that one. That one's nice. I haven't used it yet. I plan to actually do um, a couple of readings today, because I haven't done any Mm -hmm. this week because of stress and stuff. But for some reason, today feels right to do some readings. So I'm going to get a couple done after we're done recording today, probably. It's me rubbing off on you. (laughs) 
That's what I'm going to say. That's what you're going to say? All right. That's fine with me. Yeah, otherwise, I have uh, no real updates. I just have been working and trying mm. not to uh, go crazy. And, you know, it's a, it's a tough task. <laughs> go crazy and or die. Yeah. That's the struggle here. Well, I actually forgot that we spawned forward an hour. So I was very confused when I did go into work this week, why the sun was out before eight. <laughs> Hold on. I didn't even question it. I just like, huh. Maybe the world is ending. Okay. Take it's me. It's finally here. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I have nowhere to go. I can't, I don't have enough money to like go on a vacation or something. I'm like, you know what? Just take me. Just, you know, at least get me before I go into work. <laughs> get me before I go in. The way this would work. Mm -hmm. And I'd be in the same boat, so I'm not judging. Oh, God. We would be in, we would be in the party left behind. Well, duh. So as soon as like what, however many of the population it's supposed to be mm -hmm. get taken, once the world gets Thanos, yeah, I will just. I mean, we'll just chill. I mean, the world's ending. I don't have to work anymore. I'll just, just I'll just drive up. I was gonna say, just come here. We'll drink margaritas. That's how we'll end the world. Until you know, whatever. Chips, queso, margaritas. That's how we're gonna end the world for us. Even if we only have that for like a month and a half. Oh, God. Can you imagine if we just had a month and a half? We would die before the end of the world. Yep. <laughs> from just alcohol poisoning. poisoning. <laughs> because, like, at that point, we would have nothing to fear. And that's when we have the worst problems. And if we did manage to survive, mm -hmm. and, like, all the demons started coming up from hell, we would just look outside and be like, fuck you, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Well, see, that's the problem. Because <laughs> you know I'll do that. I've done it to ghosts or demons or whatever's yeah. been in my room. <laughs> So I might be scared shitless, but hopefully your bravery will. I was gonna will say, I'll be like, Fuck rub you. off on me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been through worse. <laughs> You'll be the one saying, Kayla, no, we can't fight them. <laughs> Kayla, please, no, they're magical beings from another dimension. <laughs> I'll fuck them all up. I don't care. <laughs> so what are we doing today? <laughs> right. So. Yes. We have decided to uh, begin what will hopefully be an ongoing series. Mm -hmm. It kind of spurred from our talk of tarot at the beginning of the year. Yeah. We wondered what it would be like to do an episode on astrology. And whatever week that was that I just had an inordinate amount of free time. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I don't remember taking a break in January, but maybe I did. I started digging. Yeah. You know, just trying to gather notes mm -hmm. and whatever. And the more I looked, the more I found. And the more questions I had. Yeah. And the more I looked, the more I found. And the more questions I had. I was going to say, if you haven't figured out, Lance will go into a tunnel. He'll go into the rabbit hole that's described in Alice in Wonderland. And he'll just find ways to keep going down the hole somehow. But yeah, we uh, figured we'd kick off a little series talking about astrology. Uh, yeah. It is a huge subject. Yes. Which I honestly was not expecting because as I assume most of people on Earth nowadays are used to, mm -hmm. uh, I thought of it as kind of like the sun sign astrology things that you see in like mm -hmm. Cosmo mags and whatever. Exactly. But it is so much more. Yeah. And I got more and more intrigued the more I read and the more I looked at my own chart and saw how things lined up. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into charts and all of that like another time. This is a very general overview kind of episode. We're basically going to talk about the signs of the zodiac, uh, which everybody, I think, for the most part, is going to be familiar with. Mm -hmm. You know, your Aries, your Taurus, your Cancer, Leo, all those, the sort of 
traits and energies they bring to a table. Mm. And then we'll talk a bit about the planets as they are discussed in astrology. That includes every planet in our solar system except for Earth because we're on Earth. And the two luminaries or the light givers, the sun and the moon, Mm -hmm. in the same kind of vein. You know, what kind of energies they bring, what they tend to rule over. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're asking a specific question, which planet do you look for? That kind of deal. Yeah. But yeah, and then I figured we would kind of close the episode just talking about our own charts because uh, we both now have accurate natal charts. Yeah. So that's exciting. I'm glad that you got yours before this episode. I was going to say, mine was a, I didn't think I was going to. Because I know I told you that. I was like, I don't think it's yeah. going to happen. You're like, I don't I don't know if it's happening or not. But, yeah, uh, you know. because I, and if my family is listening, I love you guys, but I also am aware of who you are. <laughs> I already, like, worked myself into saying, okay, I'll remind them in May, because we'll need it by then, because then we'll probably start thinking about the next season's episodes. And I was like, I'll need it by then. So I already planned yes. it out. So the fact that my mom sent it to me very randomly, like this past week, I was like, oh, okay. I was shocked when she told me some of it. I was, I did not think. Off by 12 hours. What's the difference between Quincy and Boston? Like a hundred miles? <laughs> not even. Like Quincy's, oh, okay. yeah, Quincy's like near, is like south of Boston, if I remember correctly. It's like a town or two south of Boston. It's not far. But but you were 12 hours off, which shifts your entire chart. I know. I was very shocked. I was like, I don't know. Maybe I just made this up. I thought she said all of us were born early morning. Or maybe it is all evening. Maybe I'm just mixing it up. But she, yeah, I was just like, I don't understand. And she said, oh, no, you waited all day to come out. (laughs) So so did my little brother. (laughs) She's like, you just couldn't leave. Because, like, I had a whole, I, I was an experience of a birth. So she's like, no, you just had to add that onto the list <laughs> to be late, even on the day of birth, <laughs> later in the day. When I asked my mom for my little brother's, mm-hmm. she was like, I think it was like 529 or something. And she was like, yeah, the doctor was really trying to rush it out so he could go home. See, that's what kept happening with me, too. They kept trying. Well, they kept trying because I was going to come out very dangerously. And I refused. (laughs) I was like, no, I want to come out the dangerous way. I want to almost die. (laughs) I have made up my mind. (laughs) And my mom was like, do you know how uncomfortable it was when they had to turn you every time? I'm like, no. (laughs) Uh, Nope. Because I was more. I probably will never. I was going to say, I wanted to come out of a slip and side and you didn't let me do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I was throwing a fit. So I just want to, before we start, I do want to say I was also in the same rhythm of I was familiar with it with astrology in the sense of magazines and like common things like that. Pop astrology. Yeah. I did start this year because of tarot's looking at it more. So I do understand, you know, there's the four elements and then the three like cardinal, fixed, and mutable, like the way the sign is. Yeah, modes or modalities. Yeah, and so that's how we get the 12 signs that we know. So I do know that Mm -hmm. much. Um, And then I know some basics because I've always been curious about some of the basics and how they relate to each other. Some of this I had to (laughs) ask Glance to get on first and tell me (laughs) what this means. Because I was like, I don't get it. (laughs) What is this I'm looking at? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I don't, I I can read, man, but I don't understand what's being read. (laughs) I swear I'm reading it. (laughs) One more aside before we start, I might end up cutting this out, but 
again, this was spurred from our original conversation on tarot. And I personally specifically dove deep for astrology because once yeah. I saw how deep it is, I didn't want to sound like an ass talking about it. Yeah. And so thinking back to literally what we did for the tarot thing was I looked at like two websites for each card and was like, got it. Um, yeah. And that's just so not the right way to do that. <laughs> so we may end up re-recording our updating, you know, whatever terminology you want to use, our discussion of tarot cards as well. I was going to say, we have talked about maybe doing that anyways and yeah. talk about where we're at on that kind of stuff and if we're still interested in it or not. Because we do, you and I both have the problem where if we get too stressed and too in our own head, um, we usually will like drop whatever we right. like doing because we need that energy somewhere else. I do think it'll be good for us to just, you know, call back to it at some point. But that's not today. Today we're doing astrology. <laughs> yeah, today we're doing astrology. And as a disclaimer, as we walk through this, especially when we get into the traits of the different signs and talking about the planets and all of that, mm -hmm. it is very important to keep in mind that we are talking about like an archetype, which by definition, you can't describe with words, you can only pile more words on to try and convey that meaning to somebody mm -hmm. else. It's a fairly popular example. And it's from very long ago, I forget. I don't want to misattribute it, but one of the ancient philosophers uh, in ancient Greece, when talking about archetypes, used the analogy of the horse archetype. If you say the word horse to anyone who can comprehend the word, they have an image in their head of what a horse looks like. But the actual form a horse takes can be different from the image that someone has in their head, but it is still a horse. It's more of like a facet of the archetype of a horse that is manifesting. Okay. So like, you know, you can say it's tall, four-legged, brown with a black mane and a black tail, but then you have like the, and then I immediately forgot breed of fucking horse I was going to talk about, you know, the short ones that are usually splotched. Oh. And like, they're still horses. Yeah. They just don't conform to that idea of a horse that I had. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're talking about grand schemes. So this is it's not an end all be all. This is like a surface level of starting to understand astrology. I think it's a good way to talk about it. Yes. And if you are interested, uh, I will include in the show notes all of the material that I have accumulated over the past two and a half months at this mm -hmm. point which is quite uh, expansive. Yes. So, uh, podcasts, YouTube videos, books, websites. Yeah. Pretty much if I've looked at it and retained any information from it, uh, it's, it's in, in my bibliography. Yeah. So you had already kind of alluded to uh, the beginning of the discussion. Yes. Uh, talking about the four elements, modalities. That's how we get the 12 signs, mm -hmm. those mix and in one-to-one -one ratios. And the other big thing I want to point out is what's called polarity, oh, okay. or it could be called a duplicity, I think. And they go by different names traditionally, way back when. Mm -hmm. They were generally known as masculine and feminine. Mm -hmm. But anything associated with gender that is not explicitly having to do with gender in current times is misinformed. So I prefer the terms yin and yang, borrowing from Chinese that Taoism? So it's yin and yang, not yang. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, American, you can say yang. People know what you're talking about. Okay, but, but it's proper to say yang. 
yeah okay it's proper to say yong i had which no is idea very jarring if you don't have that beforehand and yeah. people are just like yong this and yong that i was gonna say i wouldn't know because i was literally looking at what you're describing and i was like yawn that's yane and like i've known <laughs> hold on yeah i was like i know people who has who have the last name yane i'm like that's yane isn't it but that makes more sense okay sorry for that little tangent <laughs> No, you're good. I will be saying Yang. Uh, also, as we get through the planets, I will be saying Uranus. Okay. Because it's been called out to me before that I don't say it the funny way. I've never noticed how I say it. So I was just thinking, I was like, how do I say it? Well, we'll see, we'll see when you talk <laughs> about the planet. So the big thing mm-hmm. is talking about uh, the division of the signs. So every sign is going to have one of the four elements attached to it, one of the three modalities mm-hmm. attached to it, and one of the two polarities attached to it. Could you go a little bit further into the polarities in the sense of, like, what do they do in connection to it all? Oh, yeah. So I was going to start at, like, the basic oh, sorry. The ele- go for it. elements and the work. No, it's good. <laughs> so the four elements esoterically came from very, very long ago. The four elements that make up the natural world. You have air, earth, fire, and water. Mm-hmm. I always think of the last air. Yes. But earth is said to be the heaviest and densest. So it is the one closest to the realm of the earth because it, it makes up the earth. Yeah, that makes sense. As its name suggests, it's very grounding, practical. An earth sign usually has a lot to do with money or material possessions that kind of feel mm-hmm. there's also a very strong tie to nature itself in some way mm-hmm. right above earth mm-hmm. you have water and water is a secondary sort of support to earth it's necessary for life mm-hmm. so at least life as we understand it on this planet water signs are uh, nurturing emotional because water flows there's also a tie to the moon which we'll get to later the moon controls the tides mm-hmm. so there's an ebb and flow with water um, intuition and spirituality are generally associated with water more so intuition spirituality is kind of like a fire thing then you have air above water air is it's the mind uh, it's logical it's communicative it's intellectual curious all about going forth and making sense of stuff Mm -hmm. and then above that you have fire which is all about passion drive aggression getting shit done yeah so earth and water uh you can kind of think of as the the back home elements i guess (laughs) you have the house could be made of earth but you need water in there to support the life yeah air is thinking about things fire is doing things that's kind of the very broad strokes how to think about the elements okay And just to illustrate, because we will be kind of rambling off the names of the signs later on, uh, the fire Mm -hmm. signs are Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. The water signs are Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. The earth signs are Capricorn, Taurus, and Virgo. And the air elements are Libra, Aquarius, and Gemini. Yeah. Okay. Moving forward from the elements, we can talk about modalities, which is... I feel like it's a very like esoteric conversation, Mm -hmm. but the only definition I've really found that just makes intuitive sense to me is talking about the signs in terms of action and what and how and why they do Mm -hmm. things. So the cardinal signs, which also represent the beginning of new seasons in the year, Mm -hmm. 
are the initiators is what I call them. They prefer to do action with a purpose. They prefer to be uh, like have goals and work toward those goals. Mm -hmm. The fixed signs are all about continued motion, whether that's basically they're the signs of inertia, whether they're moving or stationary, they want to keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. So with that, you can have a proneness toward like stubbornness and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they tend not to like change too much because they just want to. They have a pattern that they rather keep right. within. Right, and if that pattern changes, they tend to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the mutable signs I tend to call like the chameleons. Uh, sometimes in a negative way, mostly in a positive way. <laughs> they are the tail end of a season. Uh, the last quote-unquote month of a season. Oh, okay. And their preferred method of action is to not really have a purpose. They just adapt to what's happening. Yeah. So mutable signs can have a tendency to become kind of spacey, detached. Oh, okay. Is that because of the fact that they are so flexible that they can easily detach? Yeah, it's like flexible to a fault oh. because they they know they're they're kind of transient anyway. Okay. They will have a tendency to just kind of yeah, I'm I'm, I'm not too attached to that because it's probably going to leave anyway. Yeah, but not in like a woe is me kind of way, just like a yeah, that's what happens. Okay, okay. <laughs> Moving right along, mm-hmm. the two polarities. This will be kind of the easiest. Uh, it's one that most of us have probably heard multiple times. The difference between yin and yang. Mm-hmm. Yin being the traditionally feminine energy. It's passive. Uh, It waits, it's patient, it's intuitive, Um, receptive is another word. The yang is the traditionally masculine polarity where things are more action-oriented, doing, outgoing, extroversion. Yeah, I'm curious once we start looking at the zodiac signs because of the fact that I've been thinking a lot lately about the fact that a lot of people have told me, um, because I was told again recently, that I'm very intimidating and I don't get it. Yes, I can see that in your chart. (laughs) Again, I just did all of your placements like a few hours ago. I don't ago. get it. Yes. But I was also told like I have a very kind of like a masculine energy. Like I just act more. Um, I just have more of the qualities yes. seen as a man rather than seen with a woman. And we will get all that. So, yeah. So I'm curious because I have been because now that you've talked about this, I was like, I haven't I didn't actually look to see if I was uh, yin or yang at all so i'm very curious now once we get can i can i spoil it for you or do you want to wait i want to wait okay i mean i'm predicting as, i'm predicting as yawn based on your reaction but i mean i'm still gonna wait because i'm so curious on we'll wait for the big reveal yeah. <laughs> a quick shorthand yeah. for polarities water and earth are the yin and fire and air are the yang so if it's a fire sign it's yang okay. if it's a water sign it's yin okay I was just going to ask, um, because I think a lot of people associate the yin and the yang with the symbol that you t- customarily see. Is that at yes. all related to astrology, or is that something different from that culture? I do believe it is from, I want to say it's from Taoism, but I could be wrong, okay. so please don't at me about that. It could tie into some Chinese form of astrology, but I haven't looked okay. into that. I was just curious if you would know off the top of your head. No, I, I don't know for sure. Again, I think that's something probably a lot of the listeners will think of was the yin and yang symbol that we're all Right, but you with. can use the, the swirly circle image as a representation for what we're going to get into in future episodes, and that is everything has a bit of everything mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. 
these archetypes, especially once we get into talking about how the signs act and behave, even if that's like your sun sign, mm-hmm. you could act nothing like that. And it depends on everything else in your chart. Yeah. Probably about to start going through each of these zodiac signs mm-hmm. and talking about them. Yes. We'll probably back and forth off each other a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we start, I do want to reiterate, these are archetypes we're talking about, especially when we start talking about different behaviors mm-hmm. um, or different negative traits yeah. that they could exhibit also uh, for these traits. If the sun is in that sign for you, which I assume most of us know what sun sign we are. If not, you're going to find out in this episode because uh, we're going to give dates. And that's something to know. Sun sign is what you typically would associate as a zodiac sign for you. That is your sun sign. If you picked up a Cosmo or one of those, what are they, coffee house? Yeah, something like that. Press, whatever they are in a restaurant, and it's got a zodiac on it, you're you're looking for your sun yeah. sign. But a lot of people do associate themselves with their moon sign or their Venus sign, I, f- I found. So, like, if your traits don't match up, don't, like think, oh, well, that can't be right. You may actually relate more to your Venus or your mood sign, if anything. Right. It, it, it very much depends on how, like, what stage in your life you're mm-hmm. at and which planet is strongest in your chart. Yeah. And there's, there's so many so layers. So many layers to it. The other thing is that the traits we'll be discussing as far as positive and negative actual traits that a sign has, those are speaking from the perspective that the sun is in those signs. So as we'll get to a little bit later, each planet dictates a different kind of behavior in and of itself, where the sun is like your self-expression. It's you. Lots of disclaimers to keep in mind. This is a complex subject, and we're going to do our best. Yeah, this is definitely more of an interesting topic, and we we are looking at this in a fun perspective. Even, like, Lance is doing a now little mini side job on it. But for the podcast purposes, we are looking at it right now as a fun thing to just look at and understand, because this is something that's forced on us in pop culture a lot. So it's just good to understand and see if it's fun at all to you, and maybe something you should look into yourself. Right. Uh, We do hope that... You know, that's the whole point of us sharing this is, you know, hoping other people will branch out yeah. and look into things and expand the brain. Exactly. It's just a fun side project to get yourself started on and to start learning and understanding because you always need to keep that brain learning something. So why not look to the stars? Exactly. So Aries is the youngest in the Zodiac sign. They're literally thought of as baby in the Zodiacs. They are from the 21st of March to the 19th of April. So they are cardinal fire sign and their polarity is yawn. Also, I would like to cut in the dates for all of these are a little wishy-washy. Any sign could be a day early or a day late in any given year. And um, depending what your date is, you could be on the cusp. So you could be a cusp baby. So like time of birth is super important. Mm-hmm. Like like I said today, uh, the sun moved into Aries, but it moved into Aries at like nine thirty my time. So like if you're if you were born at nine twenty nine, or if you were born at nine thirty two, you're a different sun sign. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's a lot to it. So since they yawn, they are usually seen as more masculine and traits, which means that they are more extroverted, which is some of their strengths. They are adventurous, pioneering, enthusiastic, confident, quick-witted. And some of their uh, not-so-great parts are like impulsiveness and patience. They're a little bit selfish from time to time. They can be quick-tempered. And again, it's a fire sign. It's Aries. It's literally um, like the god of war. Like, I mean, this makes sense to me 
Oh, yes. So that's another thing. A lot of the zodiac signs, a lot of the planets, especially Mm -hmm. as we'll get into, are named after like mythological beings, especially in the Greco-Roman culture. Mm -hmm. The way I think of Ares as an archetype, I don't think of him as a baby. I think of him as a warrior. Oh, okay. And I guess taking from Ares because, you know, charging into battle. They like they have no choice but to be brave. And the other thing to keep in mind is that generally whatever Ares is doing... Mm -hmm. They can start really well, but they will tend to have poor follow through. Their fire is like an explosion. After that explosion dissipates, they don't know what to do. Is that because of the impulsiveness of it all, do you think? I think it has a lot more to do with the fact that it's ruled by Mars, which we'll get to. It's all about starting anew. Like Aries is the first sign of the zodiac. It it starts in the northern hemisphere. It starts uh, spring. So we're getting the warmth, all of the heat's coming. Well, that's why I said they're kind of like the baby of the zodiac. It's not like they're baby. It's more so the baby of the zodiac. Yeah, I can definitely see that. But just so like I I tend to see the zodiac, I guess, because I'm always looking at charts all the fucking time. Yeah, you are. As literally a circle. So like there's no like beginning for me. Not anymore. That's fair. I'm still not there, so <laughs> I'm still very much in the... No, that's fine. Like, they're just babies. They're just new. I have my own archetypal words <laughs> for each sign, as I'm sure we'll get into. But carrying on, what else can we say about Aries? So, um, one of the things, which is what I was going to read next, because this was just interesting, because I see stereotypes, and so Prince Lancelot, but then I see Rachel Hollick in the pickup who gave you the finger after cutting you off. Like... <laughs> That is specifically from one of my books, and it was so poignant. I like that's verbatim oh from God. the book. So, yes, so stereotypes in the positive, mm-hmm. Ares is very much like Lancelot, mm-hmm. just doing his thing, charging in, getting shit mm-hmm. done. In the negative, when we get to that quick tempered, impatient, you can think of that archetype as the motherfucker that's in the pickup truck <laughs> that cut you off and then flipped you mm-hmm. off, just full of rage. Full of rage. Couriers that Aries may like, so they may uh, feel like a dr- drawn to these kind of fields. Surgery, military, athletics, pretty much anything that um, would be active, like actively doing something, I've noticing. So like anything that they are getting physical with is better for them. And that's probably because of the fact that they are so dynamic and they are so energetic overall. So it would make sense to me. Yes. So you you want activity Mm -hmm. or a sort of positively flavored destruction. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, the ruler is Mars. Which we'll get into planet significations later. Just keep in mind, Aries is ruled by Mars. The other thing I would like to mention is that as we'll get into later, there are certain areas of a chart that if a sign falls, Uh you can be prone to certain illnesses because each sign is said to be be connected to a particular part of the body oh so that's what the body parts means i just thought that's those are the most valuable parts when you're selling the body (laughs) fortunately (laughs) i just thought we were i thought that was part of our plan so uh now i gotta go cancel all that dry ice i bought uh i didn't tell you to do all that i saw body parts so aries is said to rule the head is the main part but also the adrenal glands all of that's like in the head area so if aries is in a particular chart which we'll talk about later you can be prone to like headaches and migraines Ugh, i'm like that depending on the house separation system which we'll get to in another episode part of my aries is on the sixth house so that's kind of explains why 
I'm prone to migraines, but Aries and whole sign is my seventh house. So I don't mm. know. But moving on to Taurus. Hey, Nick. Generally starts around April 20th, lasting until May 20th, and it is the fixed Earth sign, giving it the polarity of yin. Mm. So it will be slightly more stereotypically feminine. Okay. Certain positive traits that a Taurus may exhibit include being patient, reliable, warm-hearted, persistent, determined, and placid. They will be very slow to anger. Oh, they sound lovely. Right. Uh, There is a trend on one of the groups that I know at least I'm in that there was a post that just made everybody love Tauruses. (laughs) Um, Okay. I don't know. (laughs) But uh, because they are fixed earth signs, Mm -hmm. some of their negative qualities uh, that can come out, uh, they can be prone to jealousy, possessiveness, Mm. uh, resentment. They can hold grudges um, and they will tend to be very self-indulgent and greedy. Oh my gosh, maybe I'm part Taurus, okay? <laughs> Actually, you have no placements. Really? Place. Again, I did your placements. Wow, okay. But the body parts connected to Taurus are said to be the neck and throat. So thyroid problems are one of the big concerns. Holla, that's me. <laughs> if you have Taurus in that house over there. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't have Taurus apparently, but I do have thyroid problems. So just shouting out to- So there is that. <laughs> Shout out to all the thyroid people out there. Hey! <laughs> The stereotypes you can think of uh, in the positive, the good stereotype, I guess, they will be like the strong, silent type. And in the negative, they can be a very disapproving busybody. Taurus is one of two signs ruled by Venus. So the kind of occupations and careers, hobbies that a Taurisian might enjoy usually have to do with some sort of harmonizing or beauty. Aesthetic is a big thing. Music is a big thing. Mm. So they can be like a hairdresser or makeup artist, singer, because there is the connection to material possessions Mm -hmm. uh, because of the fixed earth of the sign they tend to be good in banking and appraisals they also tend to be really good with their hands so something like construction or farming landscaping which also ties back into beauty all about aesthetic and putting in hard work to get there so for gemini which is my younger sister's sign uh it's immutable air yawn energy so that's more masculine which i'm kind of shocked about again depends on everything yeah But I I mean, I'm not shocked in a way, but I kind of am in a different way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I'm I'm shocked because I know so many Geminis and that's not something I usually associate with them. But I will say once you get down to their nitty gritty and like you piss them off, then that makes sense. But yes, there is the the stereotype of the uh, Gemini because Gemini literally means twin. So yeah. You know, the the one person with two people inside them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So again, that makes total sense. But not in a DP sort of way. No, it's just, it makes a lot of sense because I do think they usually show their more friendly and positive side. And it's when you kind of like... Right up until... It's right up until you kind of like break one of their walls down a little bit. And they are just now raw because of how upset they mm-hmm. are with you. That's when it's like, okay, I can see where the masculine <laughs> is coming in because like that's all you feel from them when they get angry. That's, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Again, my sister is a yep. Gemini. Like, so as sisters. My mom is a Gemini. I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Yep. Yeah. So it's just like. How many times did I piss my mom off when I was growing up? So um, some of the strengths for a Gemini is adaptable, versatile. Um, again, they are mutable. So this all makes sense so far. They're communicative. They're um, intelligent. They're very inquisitive. Uh, they're young. They're lively. This is all actually very consistent with my sister so far for strengths. 
This is how I would describe her, honestly. So she might have really strong Gemini placement. Yeah, I think she does, most likely. And then for shortcomings, um, they can be nervy, they can be tense, superficial, inconsistent, cunning. Yeah, I can see some of those. Yeah, definitely. So superficial in this yeah. context is because to me, there's always like a super negative connotation because you call someone superficial and it's like they only care about the outside. Yeah. It's kind of what it means, but it's like an intellectual yeah. superficiality. Okay. Like they don't like to dive deep into things. They'll like scratch the surface and be like, yeah, that's good. And move on to the next thing. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. So some body parts that uh, you should be wary of are your hands, your arms, lungs, shoulders, and shoulder blades. So smoking is very bad for Gemini's. This is interesting to me because my sister doesn't smoke, but she doesn't get arm and hand problems. She has a lot of leg issues and knee issues. And then she just started having back issues. Well, that's later on. Yeah. So, but it's like, okay, so I can see it's like, she's not exactly there, but it's like close. Like she has an appendage issue and she has like the back side issue. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, I can kind of see this. Um, Some stereotypes, there are jester, the meddlesome neighbor. Oh my God. My sister is the meddlesome neighbor. That's what she is. She'll st- my whole family will. We all stalk the neighbors. So across the street from us is a house that continuously rotates out people. So it's like someone new renting it out mm. every time. So when there's a moving truck, the whole house is like in a frenzy. Like, ooh. The- Glued to the windows. Yes. And the worst part is the dogs are too. Because the dogs <laughs> love... The dogs love watching dogs people. Dogs take after their owners. Oh my god, she her youngest dog takes after her completely. If it wasn't a dog, it would be her child. <laughs> it is a mini- miniature her. Oh my god. I mean that in the most loving way. Always, she's like the meddlesome neighbor as a sister as well. She will do stuff just to kind of just see what happens. Like she yep. would come into my room when I'm asleep at like 10 a.m. in high school. And she would say, mom wants you. And I'm like, ugh. No. And she's like, well, mom wants you. I was like, fine, I'll get up. I get up. I go into the living room. I'm like, what do you need? And she's like, I didn't ask for you. And so my sister just came in to wake me up because she wanted to. Anytime she did that, because she knew when if mom said it, I was going to do it. Right. Because like she was the parent. So it was like, okay. And like there was only one time I didn't do it. And my mom actually had asked for me. It was the one time I decided not to get up. That was the one time my mom did ask for me to get up by my sister. We we have another negative stereotype of Gemini, and that is the wolf crier. The meddlesome (laughs) sister. (laughs) Girl would not let me sleep more than 10 hours. I needed more sleep. So career-wise, advertising, marketing, IT, transportation, journalists. Communication is the big thing. Yeah, I was going to say, communication. Actually, that makes total sense. My sister is great at communicating. Like, customer service, she's actually really good at it. Yeah, like, so she's is my a, mom. I don't get it. I hate it. I'm not good at it. I'm apparently kind of good at it. I just fucking hate it. I was going to say, I can I can be good at it. I choose not to be because I have better qualities but I <laughs> that think... I can work on. <laughs> I think my problem resides uh-huh. in a lot of my other placements and especially like my sun and Venus sign, which we're getting to next. So, you know. Yes. As I say, it's perfect timing. But yeah, so communication, a career that's a lot about that communication style, I think is great. This kind of fits my sister part too, because she, again, she does great in communication uh, jobs. Mm-hmm. 
she feels really useful. She can calm people down. She's very, um, like it says, it's, she's very useful. She's very lively. She's very witty. She might have a lot of air placements because being a mediator is like a Libra thing, which is a, another air sign. Yeah, she's very good at being a mediator. Again, customer service, she's fantastic at. I don't get mm-hmm. it. She's very good at it, though, for sake of time. Uh, the ruler of Gemini is Mercury. The next sign is Cancer, the cardinal water sign, uh, marking the beginning of summer. Ooh. It starts roughly on June 21st, going to about July 22nd. Being the cardinal water sign, it is of the yin polarity. Some strengths of Cancers include being emotional, loving, intuitive, imaginative, cautious, protective, and sympathetic. Aww. Uh Some of the shortcomings, uh, basically all of the shortcomings, moodiness. Yeah. Also clinginess. I was going to say, you gotta say clingy. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to put everything in one word, and I was like, nope, those last two. No, just those two really does uh, sum it up for you. (laughs) Being the kind of universal sign of the mother, which we'll get to later, the parts of the body that cancer is linked to is the breasts, first and foremost, but also to the stomach, the ribs, and the spleen. How are your breasts? Non-functional. Neither are mine. (laughs) (laughs) Mine just hang there like sacks of fat. Which they are. <laughs> mine apparently are starting to hang, but anyway. Not as low as mine. <laughs> Continuing being this universal sign of the mother, the two stereotypes of cancer, and the positive is the universal mother caring for everybody, and the negative yeah. is the smothering mother can't let go. I haven't seen you be a smothering mother. I've seen you mostly as a universal mother. That's because we've never dated. Yeah, that's true. Also Scorpio moon. <laughs> I love you. Cancer is ruled by the moon. Mm-hmm. Kind of not surprising, because the moon yeah. basically controls water here on Earth. Mm-hmm. Good careers that a cancer may be drawn to uh, include a historian, catering, taking care of people, restaurateur, yeah. nursing, taking care of people, specifically gynecology for whatever reason. I guess just women in general. Pediatrics, taking care of children, and property management, uh, I've heard, is a good career because uh, you won't be like ambitious to the point where you overcharge people. You actually want to take care of people. Yeah, I can see uh, gynecology as a part of it because uh, to get to pediatrics, you gotta go through the gyno. The gyno. Thank you. I was like, why can't I? I just want to say. You literally just just said it. I know, but my brain then said genealogy. And I was like, like, that's not right. And I kept reading it. Too far back. Yeah. And I was like, I I kept reading it. I was like, genealogy, genealogy. I was like, that's not right. (laughs) Why are we reading it this way? So, no, but um, as someone who does go to the gynecologist, I know you haven't been much since you were. a thing inside another being. As we discussed in the last episode, I do not have that much experience with that area of the body. As someone who has to go to deal with that often, I would want someone who's very intuitive, who is more sympathetic, because it's, it's literally someone invading your own personal space into your own body. The most personal of spaces. Yes! So you want someone who will be very kind, who will be very nice, and who will talk you through it because depending what procedure you're getting done too and i'm not just talking about like your yearly exam Mm -hmm. i'm talking about like if you have to go in and have procedure done like i've had several procedures done i always preferred someone who could talk to me talk me through it i didn't need them to be like loving i needed them to talk me through it but be sympathetic about how they spoke to me 
Right. Because I also had my hearing issue. So I'm like, I can't understand what you're saying to me while your head is covered by a sheet. Literally up my vagina. <laughs> up my vagina. I won't be able to understand you. So like, I need someone who will be very understanding, who will be like that. And so having someone who is like a universal kind of mother figure and having those kind of qualities inside of themselves, I would want that as a person who goes to the gynecologist. So uh, the next sign is Leo, which is actually my hey Brian other sister, my older sister's sign. Oh yeah, someone who was born like late July, late August, so like twenty third of July to twenty second of August. They're a fixed fire sign. They have yawn energy to them, so they have more masculine energy. So extroverted. Some strengths: they're generous, warm hearted, creative, enthusiastic, broad minded, expansive, faithful, and loving. Okay. Shortcomings. <laughs> okay. Pompous, patronizing, bossy, interfering, dogmatic, intolerant, overdramatic. Okay. So this is a good point to just say, so far, this actually does not sound like my sister positive or negative traits. So she probably has a lot of other places. Yes. Every time I think about Leo, I think of how nice it was when I was living with Brian mm-hmm. to come home after him because he would always welcome me. But on most days that he came home after me, mm-hmm. he would come home bitching and just be so dramatic about his day. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can definitely see overdramatic. I will say that. So if you're listening, sister, uh, sorry, you are overdramatic though. But the whole family is. So don't take it personally. Just take it as your extra. If it helps at all, uh-huh. I have Leo placements and I can be dramatic as well. Uh, the body parts associated with Leo is heart, spine, and back. Actually, I will say my sister's back. Horrible. Horrible back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she does. She has an awful- Fix it. Um, she she has a lot of back issues because she used to do a lot of manual label for mm-hmm. work. So her back always has issues now. So, I mean, for her, that fits. Stereotypes. Benevolent monarch. Okay. Shallow playboy or party girl. Okay. I would probably say my sister leaned more towards party girl, especially teenage years. But neither of these things still fit her. For the most part, to me. Right. But she's not my mother, so maybe she is a benevolent monarch. I don't know. Never been there. I was going to say, maybe I just don't see that side of her. And maybe that's something she shows to her children and to her partner. Careers. Teaching. Oh my god. Motivational speaker. Mm. Artist. Party planner. Stockbroker. Video game developer. No. The focus is sort of like inspiration because of the ruler, which oh, we'll get to, okay. as well as recreation. Thank you. Because they are they like to have fun. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. I was like, I'm not really getting this, but that makes a lot more sense. And in creative mind, she is a writer. She does have, she has like a mini book out and stuff. So she is a writer. So We can put that under artist. Yeah, so that does, okay, so that fits. And then her ruler is sun. I'm saying she because I'm talking about my sister. But it's Leo. It's This was all for Leo. Leo is ruled by the sun. That's pretty amazing. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, I've seen a lot of lions with sun imagery for Leos. So mm-hmm. that makes a lot more sense to me. <laughs> the, the parallels are starting to be drawn. Yeah. I get it. I get yeah. it. <laughs> I'm, I'm like in the moment understanding this and like piecing it together with people I know. Uh, next is Virgo. Hey, Dad. I know you're not listening, but if you are, hi. I'm going to do that. Typically born. <laughs> no, please stop. Please stop. <laughs> Typically born in uh, between late August and late September, about the 23rd of August to the 22nd of September. They are the mutable earth sign, giving them a yin flavor. So they tend to be a slightly more feminine energies. 
for those of you thinking at home that don't already know, Virgo is the virgin. Some strengths of Virgos, they tend to be modest, shy, Mm -hmm. uh, as well as meticulous uh, because they're earth. They're very reliable and practical, diligent, hardworking. They'll tend to be very analytical. Virgo likes to pay attention to detail. Yes, I've noticed that about Virgos. A lot. Mm -hmm. Some shortcomings, they can have a tendency to be fussy and worry a lot. Uh, They'll tend to be overly critical because they're paying too close attention Mm -hmm. to the minor details. They'll be very harsh, a perfectionist, and they could be conservative in more than one way. It doesn't have to be like a political way. Yeah, I was going to say, I was thinking in conservative method, like I was thinking money or something. So conservative. Not very liberal in their spending. They'll be very frugal, I guess, is another way. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Because of their tendency to worry. Mm-hmm. you'll see a lot of problems coming through with the stomach and the intestines as oh, well as the diaphragm okay the positive stereotype is sherlock holmes loves <laughs> to pay attention to detail yeah the i guess negative stereotype is the quiet geeky scientist or secretary that has a repressed manner about them so all the scientists we know are virgos <laughs> because that just apparently that's just described a scientist that's a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> we could have erased all of those words and just wrote scientist. Scientist. I don't know a scientist. You know the one. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know a scientist who is not geeky with a repressed manner. Uh, the ruler of Virgo is Mercury. Mm-hmm. And careers uh, that can suit them are carpentry. So another trend with Virgos is that they will probably tend to enjoy learning and perfecting like a trade of some kind. Mm, okay. Carpentry, some sort of editing because paying attention to detail there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mathematics because of the logic tie in. They could be a library scientist. Again, loving of detail. Mm. If they wanted to, they could be a secretary, uh, work in accounting or be a doctor or a dentist. Oh, They okay. might enjoy that. So now moving on to Libra, which is really funny to me because I don't know many Libras myself, personally, that I'm aware of. Um, I gave a reading to a Libra. All right, that counts. Yeah, that counts. So, I mean, I've known her for most of my life. So. <laughs> oh, okay, so this will be a good one. Libra is usually someone who was born between September 23rd and October 22nd. They're a carnal air sign with yawn polarity so again more extroverted strengths diplomatic urbane romantic charming easygoing sociable idealistic peaceable this is why i don't know anyone okay shortcomings <laughs> you just mow them the fuck over <laughs> i was like no wonder i don't know anyone like this okay shortcomings indecisive changeable gullible easily influenced flirtatious self-indulgent the big thing with libra is uh if you know you know if not here you go yeah. uh they're represented by the scales they are all about balance oh and because they want to balance everything that's why they can be like indecisive that's why they like want to flirt with everybody that's oh you know in the sake of fairness mm-hmm. They also really love to play devil's advocate, and I would know because I'm a Libra ascending. That makes total <laughs> sense. Oh my so god! So I'm like a discount Libra, so you know a Libra. Yeah, so I know a discount Libra. I know my Walmart version, <laughs> my Walmart brand. <laughs> I prefer Target. Thank you. Oh, honey, you and I both know <laughs> when our Target brand, if anything, we're Kroger. We may not be Walmart, but we're Kroger. At absolute best, we're Kroger. <laughs> we're Kroger. We're not Walmart brand. I mean, we're not Target brand. We're not that good. Ugh, fine. So, uh, Libra's body parts that they should be concerned with are kidneys, belly button, bladder. Belly button is really weird to throw in there. Uh, it had something to do with the 
A, it's in the center of the body. Yeah. Or supposed to be. Uh Uh-huh. In an ideal world. And, like, the connection to the mother as well as in a female the connection to the baby oh kind of okay way i don't okay yeah like something to have to do with that yeah and then the bladder is like filtering out it's evening the mm-hmm. the badness yeah and the good because i figured that's why kidneys and bladder because kidneys and bladder make right. sense together but i was like belly button just throw in there <laughs> B- belly button <laughs> I was like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? So stereotypes they may fall into. So a positive one is like a diplomat, which is very nice. The negative one is a jiggle. <laughs> Jiggolo. You know, the man whore. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they had another one because gigolos are typically only male. Yeah. There was another word next to that, but it was not one that I had heard before, so I didn't put it. That's so fair. gigolo and the female equivalent, whichever you want to call it. Okay. So this was the other zodiac ruled by Venus that Lance alluded to earlier. Yeah. Love, harmony. Mm-hmm. Getting along. Which makes sense because their careers that they would like are like something in the law, uh, cosmetics, interior design, marketing, human resources. Anything that pretty much would require you to communicate a lot and to... Deal with issues. Yeah, and play devil's advocate a little bit. So like in cosmetics... I love playing devil's advocate though. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry to everybody I've ever known. Oh, God, he's just... A, it finally makes sense. I was going to say, he's just like, I finally understand what my problems are. <laughs> I, I just don't know how to fucking fix them. So it makes sense. Like, cosmetics, you would want to play devil's advocate if you were into cosmetics because you would be placing someone, like, brand versus brand and talking a customer into buying a certain brand, especially if you get some, you know, I forget what the word is, but if you get money off it. So you want you would want to encourage them to get a certain product and what have you so that all makes sense again i only know my uh kroger brand libra here cha-ching cha-ching i I, again i just have never knowingly interacted with a libra next is scorpio my scorpio moon so actually i want to just cut in real fast i have primarily without knowingly did this i've primarily dated scorpios like if it was longer than two weeks i've dated a scorpio that's who I was with. Oh. See, this is... If I had been straight... Uh-huh. I'll, also, if I had been straight, we probably wouldn't have gotten along nearly as famously. No. But, probably not. Because I think we would have tried to see if we could work as a romantic aspect. Because we, we do have tendencies... Given to how you are and how I know oh, I am... Oh, we would die. I, I, don't, I don't think that dimension would have worked it would at have, all. We would, have, we would not have <laughs> stayed friends for as long as we have. No, no. Nowhere near. But, yes. Scorpio... Usually begins around October 23rd, ending around November 21st, Mm -hmm. so it is Halloween season. It is the fixed water sign, giving it a yin flare, so we have typically more feminine or introverted qualities. Strengths of Scorpio, they tend to be determined, forceful, emotional, intuitive, passionate, exciting, and tend to have like a magnetic pull to them in one way or another. Okay. Uh, Some shortcomings because they are fixed Mm -hmm. signs as well as being a water sign. They have a huge propensity in a stereotypic way toward jealousy as well as holding grudges. Yes. They can act very compulsively or obsessively and they will tend to keep secrets and they have a propensity for obstinacy. Again, just being stubborn. Okay. The body parts that are said (laughs) to be associated with Scorpio and this is the only time you're getting this from me. Uh The genitals and the anus. (laughs) Yes. Mostly the genitals. I feel like the other one was added in there 
later. Interesting thing to note, hopping back on the other side of Libra, the sigils for Virgo and Scorpio are said to be stylizations of the female and male genitalia. Oh, okay. Right. So stereotypes of Scorpio. A positive one can be a magician. You know, they're powerful. They have their ways. They keep their secrets, but they don't hurt nobody, usually. The, I guess, more negative one is the secret agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always think of Ashton Kutcher's character in Killers when oh. he finally, like, makes to the reveal to his wife yes. that he's a secret agent with a license to kill. Mm-hmm. Scorpio is one of three signs that we will actually kind of acknowledge, but kind of not, or at least I won't truly acknowledge. Uh, has two rulerships in the traditional sense, that is before the three outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, were discovered. Um, It was ruled by Mars. That makes a lot of sense. In modern traditions, it is ruled by Pluto. I personally do not use modern rulerships, so I will, for now, until ever, uh, say that it's ruled by Mars. Mars fits it a lot better. Each of the planets that rule two signs, you have a yin and a yang sign that they rule. Oh. And we'll get into this a bit more in depth when we talk about the planets, but like where Aries, the other sign ruled by Mars, is very action-oriented. The Scorpio is the more feminine, the more introverted side of that, so their anger is much more passive-aggressive. Oof. Okay. In a stereotypical sense. Careers that a Scorpio uh, might be drawn to include research, detective work, psychology, Uh, They could like astrology, uh, working in insurance uh, as a surgeon, again, ruled by Mars. Mm -hmm. EMT, again, hearkening back to Aries, uh, as a lifeguard and as a mortician, because Scorpio is often associated with uh, death, as we talked about in our tarot episode. What does it mean, then, that I'm usually attracted to people that represent death? Not death as in dying, but death as in the end of cycles. Oh, okay. (laughs) Being reborn. Yes, okay, okay, okay. I mean, that's that's how I'm choosing to yeah. do it. I mean, if you're attracted to guys walking around with sickles wearing black robes, I guess that's on you. I mean, look. <laughs> I thought you were into emo lumberjacks now. I mean, sometimes you gotta just make do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the next one is uh, Sagittarius. So this is anyone born between November 22nd and December 21st. They're immutable fire. They have yawn energy to them. So they have more extroverted energy. Uh, some strengths they have are optimism, freedom loving. So they like to just be, they don't like to be tied down. That's what it means by freedom loving. They're jovial, they're good humor, they're honest, they're intellectual, they're philosophical. Shortcomings, blindly optimistic, careless, irresponsible, superficial, tactless, and restless. Okay. And then body parts, thighs, the buttocks, and then muscles. We haven't had something that just said muscles. Yeah, so that's interesting because that's like the whole body basically has some form of muscle on it. Yeah. Uh, we'll get there with uh, Capricorn too. Oh. But um, it's... Because Sagittarius is tied to movement. They want to move. Oh. They don't just not like to be tied down. Mm-hmm. They don't like to like be in one spot. Yeah, because they are mutable. They typically move, literally move around a lot. Yeah. They typically will move very far from home in life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some stereotypes are the wayfaring stranger who transforms a community before moving on. Okay. And then circus clown. Yeah, so the other thing with Sagittarius, <laughs> it's typically represented uh, either with just a bow and arrow uh-huh. or an arrow, uh, but it's also represented by the centaur. Yes, that's why. And I've the seen. centaurs in mythology are known for sharing knowledge with humans. They tend to be very wise beings oh. that want to share. 
Okay. Their knowledge. So then that makes sense going into the careers, which is like academia, publishing, philosophy, theology, travel, watch animals, and their ruler is Jupiter. But that's interesting. I know some Sagittarius. I know I know a few Sagittariuses. Yeah. Uh, only one I'm in regular contact with. So. Yeah. I think it's time for me to read you, yeah? yeah? Yeah, it's time to read me. It's time to read about me. So the next sign is Capricorn, which ushers in the season of winter in the Northern Hemisphere. It runs from mid to late December, around the 22nd, to uh, the middle of January, around the 19th. It is the cardinal Earth sign of the yin polarity, so we tend to be more introverted, receptive in nature. And strengths, because they're Earth, they will be practical, prudent, ambitious, disciplined, patient, careful, humorous and reserved one of the i do believe it is capricorn that is notorious for having a very sarcastic or risque sense of humor yes yes <laughs> so there's that yeah uh some of the shortcomings uh because capricorn is all about like preparing for the long term mm -hmm. that's like the theme of the sign they will tend to be pessimistic fatalistic uh, they can be miserly <laughs> they can hold grudges mm -hmm. they can be overly conventional Mm -hmm. uh, which I don't think you fall into. No. And rigid, or in other words, very stubborn, mm -hmm. very set in their ways. I'm not sure I'm a stubborn, but... Oh, yeah. But you're not overly conventional. I don't think oh, there's no. too much conventional about you. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. No part of my life is conventional at this point. Or was ever, pretty much. <laughs> the parts of the body that Capricorn is associated with include the knees, the teeth, the bones, and the skin. Basically, anything to have to do with structure. That's actually really funny because I've been having problems with my knees, with my skin, and then I just noticed I've been having some tooth pain. So... <laughs> We're just going check, check, check. Yeah, I'm just slowly dying. <laughs> the positive stereotype of Capricorn is the wise elder mm -hmm. cautioning other people about the experiences he's had, whereas the negative stereotype is the cranky old man screaming, stay off my lawn at the kids. Can I, uh, that stereotype, I've had it since high school. That was a literal <laughs> joke I had going about myself in my friend group in high school. Stay off my lawn! Well, I would yell, um, you damn kids and your rap music. <laughs> you damn kids and your rap music. Yeah, and I would scream that. Well, I wouldn't scream if I would say that in an old man voice to people. <laughs> I don't like change. I don't like change. The ruler of Capricorn is Saturn, which we'll get to mm -hmm. again later. And the careers that can most suit a Capricorn include a CEO or a company president, Fuck. politics, architecture, carpentry, chiropractic, uh, dentistry, and also uh, mortician. Hello. So I used to want to be a mortician. There's a there's a link up there, and you attract them. So yep. there you go. <laughs> A mortician family. I love it. That'll be interesting to dissect at the end. So next is Aquarius. Uh, so that's anyone born between January 20th and the 18th of February. So they are a fixed air sign with yawn energy. So that's the extroverted energy. Strengths are friendly, humanitarian, honest, loyal, original, inventive, independent, intellectual. That's very accurate for Aquarius. I know a couple that matches straight up. Uh, shortcomings. Intractable, contrary, obstinate, uh, unpredictable, unemotional, detached. Yeah. <laughs> All accurate again. I, I tend to think of it as like, they, they tend to be so humanitarian mm -hmm. that they can't afford to become attached. Yes. 
And I do think you're exactly right by that. Because I know a lot of people who are exactly like Aquarius, who is very humanitarian. They care about everybody, so they can't afford to care too much about everybody. Yeah. They just won't have enough. I was going to say, I tend to notice that Aquarius, I notice a lot of them will return to past lovers. And I think it's because of the fact that they've already opened themselves up to that person. So they don't have to reopen themselves again, basically. Right, because um, being vulnerable is not fun. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to jump down to the ruler because this is again one of the ones that has two. Um, so in the traditional sense, it's Saturn. And then in modern sense, it's Uranus. So that's interesting. We, we know how you say that word now. Oh, I said Uranus, didn't I? You did. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Just know I'm not going to say yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, we found out how I say it because I was going to say I never have to say it. So I don't know how I say right. it. <laughs> so the body parts that, you know, associated with Aquarius are the legs and the ankles. Ooh, the ankles. Scandalous. Scandal. <laughs> Some stereotypes. They're the charismatic rebel. Oh my god, that's accurate. And then they're the mad scientist. Oh my god, accurate. The kind of thing is that they're unpredictable, but they're so humanitarian and so detached and cool, but you can't help but be kind of like drawn to them. Mm -hmm. But then in the negative, they can be so forward thinking that people just don't fucking understand them. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly it. So some careers that they would be interested in is STEM. I know a lot of them are in STEM that I know. Yeah, it's a big science sign. Yeah, media and broadcasting, human resources, politics, yep, social work, astrologer. Again, I know just like one or two close people who are Aquarius. Mm -hmm. This for them tracks for the most part, definitely. Personally, I don't think I know any Aquarius. Really? Any Aquarians. At least not closely. Yeah. I might have. I'm sure I went yes, to like high yeah, school. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Of course. Other thing is the, the humanitarian thing. And now I just kind of recall it because mm-hmm. I've drilled this into my brain so hard. But Aquarius is re- represented by the water bearer, the one who is collecting the nourishing water and taking it back to like her village. Oh, I never even, I forgot that that's the sign, like that's the imagery for it. Right. It's like the only, except for Virgo, I think it's Virgo and Aquarius are like the only human signs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, mine is a goat and a mermaid put together, goat and a fish. It's, I, I think they actually had to make a word, and the word for it is Capricorn. Mm-hmm. That's how stupid it is. Thank you. Yes, it is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a crab, so here we go. So Pisces is interesting because I was born from two Pisces, and most of my best friends are Pisces for the most part. So this will interesting. be interesting for me. Yes, so Pisces closes out the zodiac wheel uh starts around 19th of february going to about the 20th of march it is the mutable water sign uh it has the yin flavoring so be very introverted Mm. uh receptive energy i do tend to refer to pisces as the chameleons of chameleons oh okay because they the water man it's the water it just makes it so much deeper Mm, but they will tend to be imaginative sensitive compassionate selfless unworldly intuitive and sympathetic as a lot of water signs Mm -hmm. are. Their shortcomings, they can be very escapist and not want to deal with problems. They can be very idealistic and secretive. Mm -hmm. They can be weak-willed and easily led. So that sort of like passive mutable energy, just wherever I am, that's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. The part of the body that Pisces is connected to is the feet, which is interesting because I have Pisces in the part of the chart that focuses on like health problems. (laughs) 
Oh. And I'm diabetic, so my poor circulation puts my feet at risk. Yes, it does. Yeah. The stereotypes for Pisces. In the positive, you have the mystic, you know, the one that makes no sense, but they don't hurt nobody. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And in the negative, you have the flake, Mm -hmm. which I feel. (laughs) And Pisces is the third to have two different rulers. In the traditional practice, it was ruled by Jupiter. To me, it is ruled by Jupiter. Mm -hmm. And in the modern practice, it is ruled by Neptune, which again, we'll get to later. Some careers that Pisces might be attracted to include counseling, nonprofit work, uh, ministry, things have to do in the church, mm. healthcare, spiritualism, artistry, and fishermen because of the link to fish, because Pisces is represented by two fish, uh-huh. and bartending because having to do with the general public and people ah. empty your woes to the bartender. Okay. So I guess you could also put like barber there because barbers get it too. Okay. Yeah, that makes total sense. I was going to ask about bartender, but you described it perfectly. Okay, that makes more sense. Oh, 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 oh,